Welcome, welcome everyone to the Gifts of the Sacred Feminine, the Empath's Journey. I'm Sharon Karn of Sound Wellness, and I'm here with Carmen Hansen of Chakramize. And we are so delighted to be here every month to offer our perspective on the journey of the empath, the highly sensitive person. This is a challenging journey that is not talked about very much in the world. And we really feel that the highly sensitive person is the one who is bringing massively important gifts to the world at this time. So here we are sharing our perspectives, our tools, our tips with you to support you if you find you are awakening or moving into or expanding or are that highly sensitive person. And um, uh, we have a different, slightly different theme for each month's each month's conversation. Last month, Carmen and I talked about inviting the quiet. So this month, we're continuing the theme of quiet because it's quiet is so essential to the highly sensitive. This month's theme is living in the quiet. So slightly different perspective. And I also, as part of our introduction here, I want to thank Ruth Anderson for inviting us to be here with you and to uh, create this series of conversations with you on this wonderful Enlightened World Network. We're here on um, the Enlightened Living Channel. So thank you, Ruth. And I would love to introduce Carmen to you, my good friend Carmen. She is an animal communicator. And in two weeks, we have a wonderful little dog, Ditcher, that we will be chatting with. So do come and see us again, same time, same place, in two weeks. So Carmen is an animal communicator. She's a sound wellness practitioner. She's an a shamanic elder and a metaphysical teacher focusing on bringing love and light into our world. Welcome, Carmen. So glad we're, we have this time together every month. Well, thank you, Sharon. Um, I am so pleased to come and banter with you. <laughs> we, have, <clears throat> we have a loose script and a lot of times we just meander into different thoughts that are flowing through us at that moment. So it's very um, spirit led, I believe. And I would like to uh, introduce you, Sharon. This is Sharon Karn of the Sound Wellness Institute, uh, CEO, uh, mother, cook extraordinaire, <laughs> international speaker, Musician, very talented musician with uh, your beautiful guitar. <clears throat> uh, you're a master sound healer. I, I learned much of what I know, know and utilize from Sharon. Uh, recording artist, you have how many? Two or three CDs? Um, two or three CDs. And uh, master sound healer. And my friend, thank you, Sharon, for uh, coming on and and uh, playing with me in the conversation. Mm. And I, I wanted to mention, Carmen, we both have brought our bowls on, and, the, and I've got another sound tool here. If if the if the conversation arises, to bring it forward. And I, I wanted to mention as we, yeah, as we bring our ohms in to create our sacred space today, Carmen, we have a massive full moon on Sunday. So we are getting close to being or just entering the window of the energy of this moon. So it's a super moon, which means it's close to the earth in its orbit. It is a, a total lunar eclipse. And then it's in the sign of Scorpio, which kind of takes us into the deep psychological understanding or personal understanding. It takes us deep, that sign, that energy. So 
big transformational energy we're entering into the window of, Carmen. So I'm just so glad we have this conversation here today. And I'd um, like to make an intention for our ohms, besides sacred space, which we love to revel in, is the understanding and the peace that comes with the understanding of how these shifts are affecting us and being grateful for the chance to comprehend this. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, love the intention. So I'll, I can go on mute if you would like to guide the ohms and we'll both play our bowls together for the energy. Okay. Oh, okay, thank you. <sighs> nice deep breath, everyone. Right to the toes. <sighs> Om. Bringing in that peace, that stillness. Thank you for leading that, Carmen. This sacred space is, is, as you were saying, for me, is living in the quiet when you're sitting in this beautiful field of energy. Caprice is is present on the Sound Wellness page. She says, those bowls are amazing. Hi, Caprice. Welcome. Hmm. So living in the quiet, what does that mean to you, Carmen? For me, living in the quiet is taking time to experience my life from my place, having a moment to look in the mirror metaphorically or actually physically and say what can I shift for myself and reducing the amount of distractions that we find in our world by not tuning into the news um, reducing the amount of sound that's in my world, reducing the amount of light when I'm sleeping. So many of us have many of those little gadgets in our rooms, in our homes, and they're always lit. And the, I've found as I continue to deepen my experience with the quiet is I'm, I'm using power bars and just shutting them off at night for various, no, there's things that you cannot, you, you can't shut your fridge down. You can't those things, but things that are just used on a time by time usage. You can use a power bar to shut the power off of each of those items. 
so that's what I do. Uh, it's just a suggestion. Uh, take it how how you can um, take it. Utilize these words as they can be used by you, and it's not. It doesn't look like what I do, but it looks like what you do. To find tips and solutions and ways that might work for us that you can try on for yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love those practical suggestions, Carmen, because I, I have a story of when I was, was uh, when the kids were young. And of course, when you have young children around, there it just seems naturally there's chaos <laughs> in home life because there are so many needs to be taken care of and and higher level of noise and higher frequencies of voices you know all of that and um, I found that when I was in my car everything the radio was off and that was my quiet time. And uh, it was so precious to me, Carmen, that I, I reveled my time when I could drive in the car by myself and just be in that quiet. I would stay up late after everybody went to bed and just read or just meditate or, sing or sit quietly, soaking in the quiet. TV is off. And I just soak in the quiet. For highly sensitive person, quiet is essential for me to for my own mental health and to bring my nervous system back into that harmony. And uh, it, it and one of the things that has happened with with the quiet time in the car, Carmen, because I, I because it was such a habit and I reveled it and looked forward to it for so many years when all the chaos was going on. Then, then that's when I get some of my most inspiring messages. So you may see my car parked along the side of Crotel Trail <laughs> or one of the big roads in Calgary here while I'm writing down all the inspiration that has come to me. It uh, is so fascinating that 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 became a time when I'm driving that that whoever and whatever the guides and angels the beings that help me guide my journey give me those messages and inspiration i have had so many inspirations in the car <laughs> it's so cool our karma a karma car karma yeah <laughs> oh, i love that yeah <laughs> Very interesting. And one of the things that, and, and of course, there are many ways of inviting the quiet, including the, what we mentioned here in turning things off. And one of the things that I'm discovering, Carmen, especially with, with an, an intensified spiritual practice in the last couple of years when the chaos in the outer world has been amplified for me, what that has done is that it feels like my heart and the core of me lives in a space of quiet. It's always there. Even when I'm blah, 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 there, there's that space of quiet that that is just is permanent. Well, it's permanent anyway, but it's connected. It's not being ignored. It's yeah. just there. Really, I love that point um drop into our hearts to serve ourselves more i i my friend invited me to da 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 i don't really want to go but i don't want to um, disappoint my friend if you don't want to go if you don't feel it here I suggest that it may not be the right thing for you. If you're going, yes, I want to go, awesome. Because that's actually from the heart. If you're like, oh man, I, I can't do that tonight or tomorrow or next week or whatever. Where uh, one, of, one of my practices is no, that's not, that can't work for me today or next week or whatever and the more honesty we share with each other the more we know each other and who we are 
the more we can actually thrive together in our quiet. Yeah, yeah, uh, that is such a good point in, in um, saying no. It's it's interesting. I hadn't been in a noisy, really loud, noisy environment for quite a while and participated in an event on Friday night and uh, was delighted to be there. Oh, it felt so good to see familiar faces and receive and give a few hugs and uh, to be to be uh, with people again. And there was a band and loud conversation. And it was interesting. The next day, I found that for me, it, it felt like I had a hangover the next morning, that that my nervous system had been jangled a lot with the levels of sound I wasn't used to. And so it took me most of the morning just turning everything off, saying, no, I'm, I'm going to just sit here and knit my granddaughter's sweater in quiet. And, and it really helped to reset my nervous system that that quiet for me is so important, living in it. Mm. And for me as well, I often have, uh, drive with no music and I sing. Well, that's easy for me is to sing. Uh, sometimes I sing the Medicine Buddha. Sometimes I just sing a little song that came to me that was that uh, seems to be my spiritual name somehow. So uh, I'm not sure about that. But uh, all the information can't be downloaded at once or else we just melt on the floor. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Pieces come in, just little pieces come in that we can manage each time. And when we can hear the voices, the information, the higher self, even guides and messages, uh, we are, I believe, living in a more true place for ourselves. That is such an important point, Carmen, because living in the quiet, if you if your if your mind is noisy, if your environment is noisy, your mind can be noisy. But but both of them are noise. And if the mind is noisy, you can't hear that voice. And so you in a way, you're disconnected from that beautiful spiritual self, which needs to be a part of you, which is a part of you, but needs to be a more conscious part of you. And that synergy and understanding of working with that part of ourselves that is so special and being able to be open and hear that voice is is so profound. And it it, it shifts your life into one of gratitude, like which is the energy we started with today <laughs> when you were talking about gratitude. Yeah. That's such a and um, very close person in my life, uh, my sister, she's highly sensitive. And she, um, when she wakes up distressed, because sometimes that happens, <clears throat> she does a little tap, which we, I don't think we've talked about tapping, but tapping, EFT tapping is a very, um, powerful tool for for many highly sensitive people as well and she taps and just says thank you and she finds that she doesn't get pulled down into that cycle of uh, it's much quicker to just reset and she might still see a bit of that anxiety but it's not like a tidal pool we're pulling her down and then she pops back up for a second for a breath of air and then pulls down. And I, I find that many of us highly sensitive people get swirled into the heavy emotion of it. And this is the end of the world. And this is, uh, um, so overbearing and hard to take. And if we could just say, uh, yes, I'm feeling this way. And thank you. What is the gift? What is the lesson? What is the point here that I can bring from this? Um, I had someone give me, uh, send a text to me and say that, uh, and I could see that she was very insulted by some of my words. 
<clears throat> that I had spoken to her the day before. And so I just went, hmm. And I was, I would say I was a bit insulted myself that uh, my words, which were only meant to be uh, shine a light in a corner, uh, were taken offensively. <clears throat> And then I said, oh, well, that's more about her than about me. And that's more about what that person is feeling. And perhaps they feel convicted on some of those words that I am not ready to shift it. That's fine. So my thank you when I eventually came around to it was thank you for pointing that out that I and I did a process called uh, body graph and my type should wait for the invitation so to wait for the invitation a reminder to wait for the invitation to share wisdoms and ideas with people because if they're not ready it's going to fall on deaf ears and create maybe a, a block there and that was not my intention and yet i'm human so I, I blurted it out because I heard it. And I, there's times where I am received well, and there's times where it's, it's just too much overwhelming and it creates a backlash. Mm, what a good point, Carmen. And, and being, being uh, respectful of the place where we all need to be in our learning, um, so fascinating and um it, it, when offering information waiting for the invitation if someone asks for help is is important and and i've heard this so many times over the years in in my own spiritual journey even asking for help of the angelic realms and the other realms that support us is they cannot do anything unless we ask and yeah, so we need to remember that the, to have the same kind of kind of um, I, 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 maybe respectful respectful um, consideration here and compassion. Um, and ask and then listen. I mean, you could say, "What am I going to do?" And then you run forward and <laughs> you're not waiting. But it's listening from not the noise, but listening from the quiet. Yeah, there's a comment here on the on the on the uh, online. Carmen, let me share it. Uh, it's from Jane, and she says, "For me, I have developed an inner safe space that feels very real. This is a place where I connect with guides, goddesses, and others who have messages to share." I intentionally use this inner space to connect, relax, and find solutions when I feel stuck. Yeah, and I bet that, Jane, I bet that's in the heart, right? In that sacred, special sacred place in the heart. There's uh, such a gorgeous spot there. Um, how beautiful that, that inner safe space that is, is um, such a beautiful place to connect from. Thank you for sharing that, Jane. Thank you, Jane. What a wonderful... Uh practice I um, I have my safe space too what I call it is my I am I know who I am I know what I stand for in this life I know what my truth is and when I wobble off of it it's uh, it doesn't work out as well <laughs> those are when the lessons come yeah. <laughs> Mm, reminders, reminders mm -hmm. that we're human too. <laughs> well, I'm really happy to have some uh, um, out, out, outer thoughts from from our viewers too. It's so pleasant to feel like we're creating a dialogue with people. Yeah, this dialogue is, is is so fascinating, Carmen, because I I really feel it's an important dialogue for for those who are highly sensitive to to be able to have have at least the conversation or or 
I ways of expressing and exploring how do I manage this? What do I do with this? So how how do we live in the quiet? Especially if we get into that overwhelm. First thing I suggest is stop and take a breath. And that can really uh, even three breaths. <laughs> That can really give you time to just go, okay, wait a minute, where am I, where am I directing myself from? Oh, that's right from here, which is a very useful tool, can help us plan, can help us uh, decide things. And it, it's always in the worry as well. It's always looking out for the danger. It's always looking out for the tiger around the corner. And there's no tiger around the corner. So that creates this Tiger, tiger, t oh, there's no, t <laughs> mm, mm -hmm. and, and I, as you're talking about tiger, Carmen, my mind is going to the present day where people are, are exploring, returning to what, what we might have considered normal, where we come back into connection with other people. And, you know, in a way, in the heart, it feels a bit like we've got still got a tiger there because there's been so much fear that's been planted, so much restriction and isolation that I, I really feel it's going to take some time for us to let that tiger go <laughs> and to, to be able to, but if you... If you're in that place of quiet, safe space, that's a very different place to encounter the world with, where the tiger becomes inconsequential. Either it's a kitten, or it's tame, or it's a powerful um, helper. Mm, I like powerful helper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I do. I do uh, notice a lot of people still in that tension, that tension feel wondering if they can, you know, shake somebody's hand or give you a hug or whatever. And I'm kind of bold that way. I just <laughs> bring it in. But I've noticed some goes people go, oh, oh, okay, well, I ask first now. You want a hug? Yep. Yeah, and I think that's a good thing that that supports people managing man that, that gives people a choice, and uh, and that is that is a good thing, and because um, some people prefer and for those who are highly sensitive, a hug is a very close connection, mm -hmm. and so managing the energy with a whole pile of hugs <laughs> can can even be a little challenging. And being in that heart space is is a place that, as Jane was saying in her comment, is that safe inner space. And when you're living there and out in public, then it it's a different feeling, and um, it it allows for a deeper connection, an easier connection, respect and compassion, all of those things. I feel. I agree. Yeah. When I feel shaky, I sing, uh, and this was suggested as a, just a, a spoken mantra almost, but me being me, I, I decided to put it to music. So it's, I am light, I am truth, I am love, I am so I just sing that and take it on and just know that that is the truth. We, we are, even if I had trouble with the truth part, a line, because I've, in the past, I was always wanting to be, I'm, I'm not sure, a hotshot or recognized for, you know, my deeds. And so I'd, you know, boost things up a little bit. And I, uh, 
about 10 years ago, I said no more, maybe 15 years ago, I said no more, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm living from me. I'm, I want to be me, not some enhanced version of me that I can't live up to. So uh, truth was a little wobbly for me, but I un then I heard, <laughs> thank you, I heard the understanding that it's the truth of us being human and the truth of our experience and the truth of our empowerment. It's not necessarily spoken truth, although that's a very good place to live from. And my life is so much better <laughs> now that I don't have to uh, remember all the exaggerations or the fibs that I told or whatever. And that being said, I'm not going to walk up to somebody and say, you know, you really need to lose some weight. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no. Nice. Nice, be nice, and if they're ready, they can ask again. Yeah, beautiful, Carmen. Those lessons are so are so profound and powerful, and bringing us to that place of authenticity. And uh, what a beautiful place to and, and my, I'm finding in my own circles more and more people. Are, are being guided toward just being themselves, just being me and being authentic and, and finding that what a beautiful, beautiful connection that makes and the safety that makes for other people to feel they can just be themselves and, and not have to create an outer persona in a way that it just be me. And yeah. I, I am, even if I have a lot of doubts about myself, I am good enough. Even though I feel like there's things that I'd really like to shift, I am good enough. We were created to explore this physical world in all its intricacies and flaws and or what we see as flaws, it's, it's an experience. So what can we take? Well, I, I took authenticity quite a few years ago and I've been really pleased that I did. And also I've, I feel like I attract more authentic people. And one of the tricks of that is if I am authentic and I am sharing with someone, I'm not sugarcoating it. And we're so used to that um, way of dealing with each other that it's a bit of a shock at times. Mm -hmm. well, be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, I value, I have great value in the friends of mine that I can call up and say, what do you really think? <laughs> and get what they really think. Whether, especially those who have a different perspective, you and I feel we're, we're so much in sync. However, we have different perspectives and I value that so much. And I have another friend I've been friends with for so many years and who, who I love her perspective when, when I, she asks me how I'm doing with this and I'll share that and, and what do you think? And, and she just tells me what she thinks. And it makes me think, <laughs> hmm, uh, that's a very interesting perspective. Do I add that in to my perspective of what's going on or, or do I expand my expective perspective or does that fit or not you know uh, it makes you think and and it's uh, so valuable it's wonderful and if we could all just go this is your opinion or your perspective as you mentioned yes and i'm not ready for that one or uh that doesn't support me uh, at this moment but i i can hear your perspective and not get into an embattle about it, a battle about it is just, this is your perspective. This is where I am. This is where we're all sitting, as I've said a few times, and you've said, we're all sitting on a different place in the circle. So my truth looks a little bit different than yours. I, I think that we're pretty close, you and I, like you said, because we have so many common thoughts on what's coming in. Uh, however, there is different times and at those times when your perspective surprises me or is much different than what mine is, I go, hmm, what can I take in from that? What can I, how can I quietly 
quietly absorb that and and make it a gift for me and uh, part of also the quiet is listening so many of us are so wanting to express ourselves and i'm one that has gone through that i want to express all these wonderful ideas that are flowing in and this and that and messages especially lately messages and if i can just listen i can ascertain if that person is ready or is just needing a sounding board if they ask me for my opinion then i can share that but many times as we've said on a previous show we're waiting to jump in and share our opinion on this subject and we're not listening fully to the the person Mm, thank you for that, Carmen. That's an important point in in the listening. Uh, Jane has a couple more comments here, and if you'd like to hear, um, yes. she, she says, um, "I feel for myself that many people that I feel for myself and many people the changes encountered in the workplace and working from home and so on has enabled positive reflection about what is important in our lives." And many are now changing how they live and work as a result. Yes, many people are feeling that. And she's also saying, Carmen, thank you for sharing your lovely voice. I agree and feel that there are many truths being embodied in this physical realm. The challenge is how do we each recognize our own path? That's a great thought. That is wonderful. Thank you so much, Jane, for jumping in on our thought process here. So how do we recognize our own path? It's got to be from the heart. When when it just feels like yes, that's what that's how I recognize it and also when it seems easy. Not like a huge burden. Oh my. How how about you? There could be challenges with the path, which is fine. It and it, with your word of burden, I think it, it doesn't feel like a burden. It feels like a challenge when you have those challenges on the path. For me, I've learned over from wanting to know the whole picture. Because so, and, and I don't know if other people feel the same way, Carmen, for so, so, so many years, way too long. I felt like, oh, what's the whole picture? Where am I going to end up? And that's not the point. It's not the point. So what I have learned through falling on my nose too many times <laughs> is that... Okay, I'm getting it. I may not have got it completely, but I think I'm getting it. What's the next step? Show me the next step. And I promise, well, I did make a promise to the universe to walk the journey my soul wanted to walk in this lifetime. Uh, because who knows how many lifetimes I messed it up. And this time I wanted to, my priority and my promise to the universe, I said this out loud to the universe, that I will walk the soul, the journey my soul wants to walk. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. I just want to know the next step. And I found that has opened up synchronicities I never would have imagined and capacities and abilities that were here, but I never would have imagined or, or brought forward if, if that synchronicity or opportunity hadn't happened. And so for the long time learning, how many lifetimes, but finally getting there <laughs> is the next step and not having to know the whole picture. That's just me, my personality is having to know the whole picture. And it drives me crazy if I can't see the whole picture. So this has been a big, capital letters, big learning for me. So is that also pointing towards patience? Allow it to unfold as, as it is? Patience and living in the quiet and listening. 
because I can't hear what the next step is unless I'm listening. So it has it has motivated me in a way, or the motivation has appeared, Carmen. I've got another motivation uh, that's, that's appearing lately that from that quiet place that I'm excited about. And and so it it's it, it's interesting. Where does it come from? Yeah. I'd just like to pull on one little thread that you said. You said how many times you've messed it up. <laughs> They're lessons. I I am submitting to you that let's erase that messed it up. And okay. let's say experienced it differently than you planned or went down a different road and it was like more challenging, more and just rephrase it in your mind that it wasn't a mess up. Uh, the all experiences are welcome, all welcome. Uh, that we have uh, even the you know people that are experiencing life in a totally different way are still experiencing their life. And it's good there. Um, to me, there is no good and no bad. There's things I wouldn't choose. There's things I wouldn't choose for someone else to perpetrate on others or perpetrate on themselves. However, it's all experience. Thank you. For, that's why I value your friendship so much, Carmen. I needed that perspective, and it's going straight into my heart. Thank you for that. I was I was perceiving it slightly differently, and I needed to be reminded of that that uh, perspective. Thank you. Well, my pleasure. I I'm so honored that that we can just banter back and forth like this, and and I learned so much from you, and uh, I'm honored that you could take some wisdom from me as well. Always. And and Caprice, and whoever else is listening, if you want to jump into this conversation, we'd love to have your thoughts. Maybe I'll check the other site too, because we're live on two pages here, the Sound Wellness and the Enlightened World Living, Enlightened Living page, so. <clears throat> and on YouTube, so welcome to the YouTube watchers. And we can't, I can't see your comments at the moment. I still have to figure out how to do that. And uh, we appreciate all of you who are engaging in this conversation. And so here we're going quiet. How interesting. <laughs> Let's maybe take a moment to think about how sound we, it can bring us into the quiet. Because there's different perspectives with sound. There's the noise, like traffic noise, and and all of those kinds of sounds, sounds around you that is noise, is jarring to the nervous system. And so that can increase stress, of course. And so ways of using sound, including your beautiful singing, as ways of, of bringing you back to yourself and away from the noise or releasing the effects of the noise on the nervous system. I know it certainly affects me and it takes me some time to release that from the nervous system and that quiet time is so important. And sometimes for me, I find playing a bowl like Incredible, which is here, um, helps, helps to just, helps me to experience a sound that I, I experience as a sacred sound, to fill my being with that sacred sound, and then to allow my being to go into quiet following that. I find it can be a guide for me to be quickly move out of the jar, jarred nervous system state. Lately, I've been listening to dolphin song, which is dolphins and whales tittering away and they have uh, a cello or something accompanying it. 
and uh, so even nature sounds we've pointed to that several times if you go out to a, a place that's got many birds singing that can be very helpful water listening to water running a waterfall those uh sound machines that have you know the nature sounds on them can be very helpful just to reconnect you with your connection with everything yeah i feel that that connection with everything is permanent we can't ever lose it it's just the reality of our being spiritual beings in a physical body that there is a level of perception at which we are one with everything we're connected with everything and um we can't and we just our our perceptual field is separate from that usually yeah i just thought of another one <laughs> Okay. Walk out on your front lawn, take off your shoes and put your feet on the ground and breathe into the ground and say thank you. That is so quieting for me. Even when I was in the city and there was traffic noise going by, that I could, it was a little niche of quiet. Um, and I've learned you know, the quiet within me as well. But that's when I was first starting out. It was very helpful to me to remind myself that I am connected. And I agree that we're always connected and we forget. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did that yesterday. I took my socks off and went out in bare feet on the grass. It was wet after the snow melted and a little cool yet there were some warm spots as i walked around the yard said hello to the apple trees and filled up the bird baths so the birds could have their water and their baths and fresh water checked out the tulips that are starting to starting to starting to get ready to bloom so it was and it's interesting tuning in to the feet and the ground is that every footstep felt a little different, Carmen. And I had—I don't know if I've experienced it that way before, where I'd stand in one, I'd take a couple of steps and the ground felt warm. And then I'd take a couple of steps and it would feel cooler. And then another step and there would be a buzziness or an energy from things growing. It was so fascinating. Oh, wow. That is, that is, I love that. And I'm going to have to tune in myself like that. <clears throat> Walk in my plantain patch. <laughs> it was quite fun uh, to to just uh, just really, really, really feel my feet. Put my awareness in my feet and uh, forget because we have busy roads all around us here. So there's always traffic noise around our home. However, my special little sanctuary in the backyard, it doesn't matter. And where I put my focus will, will dissolve any effects from any of the noise there. It was fascinating to walk with my awareness at the bottom of my feet. It's as if your eyes, your eyes are in the bottom of your feet. Well, that is amazing. Uh, I just did a uh, restorative yoga uh, with my with my coach and she had me I have new um, things to do now to be aware of my feet and what I found is that I am much more aware and when I get tilty offy or only on the tips of my toes because she she encouraged me to think of the an, a line between the big toe ball socket and the opposite part of my heel. And then I expanded that and went from the small toe ball socket to the inside edge of my heel. So that's almost like a, a, a grid and gives me a lot more balance and feeling in what I'm actually, because we run through life and we forget about what our bodies are doing and until they stop us and go, I really hurt right now. And then we're going, oh, what happened? Well, we're walking 
ink properly, we're, what, however our structure is, we've learned to just drag ourselves forward from the front rather than launch ourselves from the past. We're dragging ourselves into the future, uh, which is a subtle difference, but it is a difference. And it's made a difference for me. Now that's my, maybe something that our viewers could try on for themselves or look up uh, Polina Moyer. <laughs> she's, she's my restorative yoga coach and she has, she's the uh, movement junkie. Oh, that's so fascinating. Fascinating perspective about being, forcing yourself into the future or, or being, being guided by the past. I, those aren't your words that you used. However, it was, it felt so interesting. And okay, so I'm going to put my, put my face in my feet and then explore that in the backyard. <laughs> and my awareness in my feet and, and just kind of tune into that. Am I pulling myself towards the future or being guided by the past? What a different energy. It is subtle, isn't it? Yeah, very subtle, and it's made a huge difference in how my hips move, how my knees are feeling, even how my back is feeling, because I'm supporting my back with my pelvis rather than dragging my pelvis forward, and my back just has to come along. Yeah. I mean, this is off topic as usual, but <laughs> it's very very interesting exploration that I've been going through in the last three weeks. And uh, if it resonates and supports someone else, then I feel like it's very valuable. Yeah, we have kind of wandered in our conversation today. <laughs> and we are, we are, <laughs> which is also fun. And we are getting close, close to the end of our show, Carmen. So Let's let's take our circle of wandering conversation back to living in the quiet. <sighs> Just for a few final words, maybe. The only words I have is the song. I am light. I am truth, I am love, I am, I am light, I am truth, I am love, I am, I am light, I am truth. I think that's a perfect way to to end our show and say goodbye to everyone, Carmen. Goodbye. Thanks for joining. So delightful to be with you again, Sharon. And uh, see you again in two weeks when we we spend some time with Ditcher. With Ditcher. Bye, everyone. Bye.